You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace be upon you, the mercy of Allah and his blessings on this 11th night of Rajab 1445. We commence with the Islamic economic indicators for today. The Zakat Nisab is 8,400 rands. The Mahar of Fatimi is 21,300 rands. And the minimum Mahar is 500 rands. Mufti Saab's email is akhussain at gmail.com. A-K-Hussein, H-O-O-S-E-N, at gmail.com. And the website is mufti, net. Remember, Hussein is spelled as H-O-O-S-E-N, mufti, A-K-H-O-O-S-E-N, dot net. And the Twitter is at A-K-Hussein. A very warm welcome to esteemed Mufti Sahib, as well as to the directors and the sound engineers of the various radio stations, and to you, the honorable and esteemed listeners of Marka Sahib online voice of the Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah and the simulcast on Sirius FM in the East Rand as well as on Radio Al-Ansar. We also inform you that uh, the Isha Azan for the Durban region this evening is going to be at 20.31, which you will be hearing on the airwaves of Radio Al-Ansar. And do remember the Isha Azan on Marqa Sahaba online voice of the Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah, the time has been set at 9 p.m. Do remember to follow the timetable, the Azan or the Sada timetables for your region and for your area. We commence by welcoming Mufti Saib onto the program. Mufti Saib, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh and Jazakallah Khairan for joining us this evening. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Barakallahu Fikum Hafiz Wadi, Jazakallah Khairan. Please take us through the ending ayats of Surah Buruj, Surah number 85, that's ayah number 21 and ayah number 22 from Bal Huwa Qur'anum Majid Fi Lohim Mahfuz, those two particular ayats. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem, amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. To understand the noble Quran, we need to understand the text and the context as well. So now, Hafiz Wadi, once I must requested, I should explain to you chapter 85, Surah Buruj, and the last two verses, verses 21 and 22. So before we go there, we should read what all Allah mentions before. So the non-Muslims are those who were guilty of taqzeeb. They rejected the message and the messenger. They rejected Prophet Muhammad, Habibuna, Mustafa, Rasulullah, and they rejected the message, the noble, glorious Quran, which was, which is, which will always be the last and final constitution, and all might Allah has preserved it for humanity and posterity. No addition, no op- omission, no 
interpolation, and millions of people have by hearted it. So here Almighty Allah Jalla is informing us that this Quran Sharif was, is, will always be the greatest miracle, Al-Mu'jizatul Kubra, the greatest miracle of Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So they, the non-Muslims, reject it. Almighty Allah states, Bal, nay, you cannot reject it. Huwa Qur'anum Majid. It is the glorious Qur'an, the magnificent Qur'an, the noble Qur'an. And you can use 101 adjectives for it. Remember that. Fi lawhim mahfuz in the sacred tablet. What does this mean, the sacred tablet? It means when Almighty Allah, Jalla wa'ala, his direct speech, remember, was preserved, it was preserved there. And then from there to Asama dunya the first sky, and for that Almighty Allah revealed the verse, Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr, chapter number 97 and verse 1. Indeed, we revealed it, the noble Quran, on the night of majesty, the night of destiny so Anzalna is mentioned and then Almighty Allah teaches us in chapter 15 verse number 9 Inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra Anzalna to be revealed one shot Nazzalna to be revealed gradually piecemeal Inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra wa inna lahu lahafidun that surely we revealed the noble Quran piecemeal gradually and definitely surely we are preserving it protecting it from addition omission and interpolation and amendments so that is what we need to understand from the first sky it came down to the Mubarak blessed heart of the master Prophet Muhammad Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam over a period of 23 years so that is how the Quran Sharif that is another distinction and unique feature and characteristic Torah, Zabur Injil, all these books were revealed, Jumlatan Wahida one shot, but the Quran Sharif was revealed to the region Tanzilan, gradually, gradually. So all this shows that all Allah was making life easy for the Master salam, and more so for the Ummah and Muslimah. If the law had to come down one time, alcohol is haram, or interest is haram, and so forth, then it should be very difficult for people to practice on it. So to the region, to the region. So gradually, gradually, it was phased in. So now the Sharia is complete, our divine code and our constitution is complete for all times, all places, all circumstances. What's the latest news from Rizza? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. When we speak of Gaza al-Mubarakah, write down the three Jutlas were dispatched to all the Israeli soldiers there in Gaza. Before the our news on the radio, I was just going through the Haaretz newspaper and I saw there that they got the names of the three Jutlas Zionists dispatched straight to Al Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen in Khan Yunus, remember, which is there in Gaza al-Mubarakah, the Jutla 
Hamas, Harami, super terrorists, super murderers, and people who carry out massacres and genocide, ethnic cleansing. They murdered and massacred 40 people just now. Today, you must remember that. And remember, Haaretz newspaper writes that Netanyahu is now running out of lies. You must remember when a person lies, then for the one lie, he has to make another three lies, four lies. Everybody knows him to be a serial liar and the Israeli public is fed up with him and with his war cabinet. They want the decision to be taken now immediately regarding the hostages and people wonder why Hamas took hostages. They know exactly what they are doing. So you must remember they took the hostages not to cause them harm but so they can use them as a bargaining chip you must remember because in the Palestinians languishing in the Israeli prisons, elders, seniors, children, 8,000 plus are there. So they saying, Hamas, we'll give you all and you give us all of our prisoners. Half of them are just there, detention without trial and so forth. You know the Israeli law. They can detain and they can arrest any Palestinian without even citing a reason. So that is why it is an apartheid terrorist Nazi regime. Is it true that riba and interest is permissible to use in non-Muslim countries? Remember when people want to look for loopholes, then they always do these type of things there. One should read the Noble Quran where all Allah speaks about the Jutlas, the Jews, on their Sabbath. All Allah, Jalla said that you cannot do any fishing. And today we Jew practices on that. They're not allowed to drive cars on Saturday. They're not allowed to use the electric stoves or electricity and so forth and so on. So that is the original teaching of the Torah. And remember the test and the trial. But very few people will be really interested in all that nowadays. So remember all Allah is teaching us about their crimes. So what happened was this, that they were told that you cannot do fishing on a Saturday. And lo and behold, every other day the fish would not come. And on Saturday the fish would be jumping in front of them. Hey, you Jutla, hey, you Jutli, hey, you Jew and Jewess, how's it? So the fish were telling them. They got mad, you understood? They said, you fish, we're going to fix you up. You want the entire episode and you want the entire incident, go open chapter 7 and verses number 163 right up to 167 and you will find the answer there. So nevertheless, So Saturday would jump up and other days would just be underwater, nothing would happen. Allah put them through this test. So they are pious people, told them, you don't do anything, Allah will punish you. They said, go fly a kite, we're not interested. So they started making pathways from the ocean, from the sea, right into their houses. And what they did, they said, Allah, we didn't fish. The fish decided to come to our house and pay us a visit. So all Allah says, chapter 7, verse 166, 
So you must remember that we told them that you must be transformed now and a complete metamorphosis will take place of you into monkeys despicable. Therefore, you see the Jutlas, they'll speak about the Darwin theory. Their grandfather, great-grandfather was a monkey, chimpanzee and all that. So for them is right. Remember, one community of the Jutlas were transformed into monkeys and so forth. So this was all Maitella punishing them. Chapter 5, verse 60. All Maitella transformed them into monkeys and swines. Remember the Quran Sharif states. So this is what today some scholars and some Muslims are to do. Look for healers, loopholes, shortcuts and so forth. Riba, interest, suit, viage, call it whatever you want to. Absolutely haram. For the giver, for the taker, for the witness, for the person signing it, the scribe and so forth and so on. All of them are guilty of a major, major crime. Go and read the noble Quran, chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verses 275 to 279, and you will find all states, All Maitya Allah has made business trade permissible, and riba, interest, usury, all that absolutely haram. And you Muslim, you don't want to listen, you want to look for loopholes and shortcuts and hila hila is the Arabic word then remember Almighty Allah is a very stern and strong warning for illam chapter 2 verse 279 for illam if you do not abstain and refrain from riba and interest fa'adhanu biharbim min Allah wa rasuli be prepared for a war against Almighty Allah and Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so each one of us remember riba and interest is haram whether we are in Muslim countries Arab countries non-Muslim countries you have some people there because they make commission out of it they make money out of it the scholars for dollars and they'll tell you no if you have to buy a car for the first time or you have to buy a house for the first time then you can take a mortgage or you can take a bond or you can go into overdraft and all funny funny crazy fatwas all that absolutely haram and to say in Darul Harb in non-Muslim countries then you can take riba or give riba all that absolutely haram and there's no one who says the fatwa is not on that that it is permissible totally absolutely haram it is the following dua please to tell us if it's authentic and please read the complete dua with the translation Allahumma sallimni Ramadan wa sallim Ramadan ali until the end of this time remember if you want du'as then you will find this du'a remember in Hayatu Sahaba and you will find it in various compilations and so forth and so on so remember where will we what should we read from now Allahumma barik lana fi rajaba wa sha'abana wa balligna ramadan some ulama read it Allahumma barik lana fi rajabin so they don't say it's permissible but better if you make proper 
tahqiq and research, then it is Allahumma barik lana fi rajab. Otherwise, just stop and continue. Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shaban wa baldighna Ramadan. Oh Allah, Jalla wala, tonight is already the night of the 11th in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara, Majlul Aqsa, Palestine, and 99% of the world. So one-tenth, one-third of Rajab is finished. We're now in the second middle days of Rajab. Grant us barakah blessing during Rajab and Shaban and spare us for the month of Ramadan. Similarly, you must remember that Ubadah bin Samit radiallahu reports this hadith and Kanzul Umman and various compilations you will find it. Allahumma salimni li Ramadan. Ya Allah, you save me, protect me for Ramadan. No accident, no mishap, no sickness and illness. Wa salim Ramadan ali or salim Ramadan lana. Li is for me and lana is for us collective. And protect Ramadan for us. There must not be controversy regarding the moon or other issues and so forth and so on. Allah, whatever speech, whatever actions, whatever righteous deeds we are going to perform and execute, you accept it in your court, O Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla. Ubadah bin Samit radiallahu an, when you are facing Majlul Aqsa, the Qibla, then on the left hand side, Maqbaratul Rahma, the graveyard there, next to Majlul Aqsa, the graveyard of mercy, you will see these two sahaba companions of the master radiallahu anhum abarid there ubada bin samit radiallahu an and shaddad bin aws radiallahu an ubada bin samit's wife umm haram she's buried buried there in qabras qabras cyprus remember that these are sahaba students and companions of the master salam. they went far and wide to propagate this deen of islam therefore allah said regarding them radiallahu Allah is pleased with them. They are pleased with Almighty Allah. Chapter 57, verse 10. For every Sahabi, they live with Iman. They passed away with Iman in Islam. For all of them, without exclusion, exemption, Allah has promised them Jannatul Firdaus. Therefore, Namus Sahaba Katahafuz Karna Fars or Wajib to protect and defend the honor and integrity of the Sahaba and the companions is compulsory. Therefore, we have Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Allah Jalla Wala accept us all. Which is the best time or the most virtuous time for one to perform the Tahajjud Salah? Remember, the word is Hajjada. وَمِنَ اللَّيْلِ فَتَهَجَّدْ بِهِ نَافِلَةً So tahajjud, we must pronounce it with a ha, not with a ha. So sometimes people confuse the issues, tahajjud salat. So tarkun nom, you sleep and then you wake up tomorrow morning, you must listen to the lesson, mashallah, that is what we are discussing. So what is tahajjud? You are in your luxurious bed. You are in a deep sleep. And maybe you are there with your spouse or your child and so forth. And you are in total dreamland. And lo and behold, the alarm goes 2.30, 2.45, 3 o'clock. And now you jump up 
and then you go relieve yourself, make wudu, ablution, and thereafter, now you are making, you're showing your unloyalty to your bed, and you are showing loyalty to all, Allah, Jalla chapter number 32, and verse number 16, one word is wafa, wafa with all, Allah, wa Ibrahim alladhi wafa, everywhere, every time, Nabi Ibrahim, Khalilullah, alayhi salatu salam, was so loyal, remember Allah elevated him, Allah made him a special, special friend, and you see messenger and prophet and everybody, everything else, and then here Allah speaks of Jaffa, Jaffa, now we're not loyal, not loyal to our beds and so forth, we have an appointment with our beloved Allah, Yad'una Rabbahum when they think of the mercy of Allah, then they are asking and they, they are desirous. Ya Allah, grant me forgiveness, grant me jannatul fiddos. When they remember Allah is shadidul iqab, kahar and jabbar, he can punish and decimate and destroy us in a split second. Yad'una rabbahum khawfa. Then out of fear, they beg all Almighty Allah for protection from punishment and divine chastisement and so forth so tahajjud is after midnight normally but after isha also you can read it remember and you can't wake up in the early part of the morning so after your sunnahs of isha you read your first your sunnah then two four six eight akats you read and then you read witter and go and sleep perfect but best is you wake up in the early part of the morning two three o'clock and then you read two four six eight akats whatever and then you read witter if you have not read Revitor so for that Salat remember the great magnificent report reward Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said he had it is the habit of the devout and pious servants of Almighty Allah to become the khasan khuda to become the special servants of Allah we have to read the Hajjud Salat remember that and he had is mentioned in Mishkat Sharif Pirani Pir, Sayyidina Shaykh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Nawarallah Marqadahu. In the darkness of the night, you used to wake up, perform tahajjud, witter, cry, beg Almighty Allah, Jalla The kings used to tell him, We will give you half our kingdom. He said, Leave your kingdom, half of it, or whatever else it is, the entire kingdom. I got no time for your kingdom. I speak to the king of the kings, and that is the night time, and the lazza, and the pleasure I get from that is much greater than you and your kingdom. So that is what Allah Ta'ala does. Everything of this world becomes insignificant. The love of Allah, the pleasure of all Almighty Allah reigns supreme. The pleasure of all Almighty Allah must be the biggest thing. It is Allah pleased with me. Is Mustafa Rasulullah pleased with me. People, they criticize Allah, they speak against Allah, they speak against Mustafa so if they speak against us, it's no big deal, you must remember that, half the time they are jealous half the time they are ignorant, half 
the time they have their own ulterior motive hidden agenda so we must not worry about the people we have to clear our conscience with all show our extreme love and respect for Mustafa Habibuna and practice Islam and propagate Islam it is the best for all times all places and share it with the rest Sad who performed the Janada Salah for Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala who performed the Salatul Janaza for Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh, and for Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala and Suhaib Rumi performed the Salatul Janaza. He didn't want remember the panel he appointed that anyone from them must perform Salatul Janaza then it means this was the hikmah and wisdom of Amirul Mu'mineen Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab radiallahu anh, that directly, indirectly is giving him an advantage if he told Sayyidina Usman or Sayyidina Ali or the other Sahaba you perform my Janazah Salat so that personality would have an added advantage so he chose Suhaib Rumi you must perform my Salatul Janazah so that is the great foresight inside wisdom of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu arda Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus and Allah Ta'ala made them the greatest people to walk on this earth after all the Anbiya and Rusul, all the Prophets and Messengers, alayhi salam, Sayyidina Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, radiallahu an, Sayyidina Umar al-Farooq, radiallahu ta'ala. If you saw whites in the state of Ihram, this person wants to know, is it, uh, is it permitted to smoke? To smoke out of ihram is not permissible, and to smoke in ihram, totally haram, you must remember that, whether you are in the ihram, in the state of consecration for Umrah, the minor pilgrimage, or whether you are in the state of consecration, haram for Hajj, absolutely haram it is to smoke. Quran Sharif itself is telling you, now you are in your garb, you are in the garb of a lover, a ashik, and you're reading the slogan of a lover, Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik, Labbaik La Sharika Laka Labbaik, Inna Alhamda Wa Nimata Laka Wal Mulk, La Sharika Lak. Almighty Allah states, when you are in that garb, Fala Rafasa Wala Fusuka Wala Jidala Fil Hajj. No husband wife talk, you take your wife's hand and start smooching it, or she starts smooching you, and then you start saying, Oh Poppy, darling, sweetheart, how smooth your hands are. Or you must remember that you start fighting, arguing. Wala Fusuka and no sin. A person swears outside the masjid, and a person swears inside the masjid. Obviously, the one in the masjid is much worse. A person and smokes, buying, selling, smoking, all not permissible. Our fatwa is all haram. So you must remember in ihram is definitely worse. Hajj time I tell the people it's haram for you all to smoke. Then I see the smoke coming out from the toilet and the bathroom. The guys they go there and they busy. We're making dua. Allahumma jirna minannar. Ya Allah save us from the fire. But they igniting the fire. Allah protect us all.
Six o'clock here in Chibufti Saab. That brings us now to the Isha Azan for the Durban region, Johannesburg, and the rest of the region. Please follow your timetable. We'll continue with the Q&A shortly after this too. Remember the number for you to send in your questions is 0847863132. And those that offer abroad, international, esteemed listeners, plus 27847863132. You're listening to Marka Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Welcome to this evening's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Do remember the WhatsApp number is 0847863132 and the international listeners is plus 27847863132. Right now we go to Surah number 87, Surah Al-A'la, Ayah number 1, Mufti Sahib. Mufti Sahib, is there a, a specific dua or tasbih to read after the first ayah of Surah Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah has made the entire Quran Sharif Shifa pure, pure externally and internally. And we have revealed this Quran Sharif piecemeal. And why? So that it will cause and give you Shifa. And Shifa will mean that you're internally, externally. So when we go to the Noble Quran, Suratul A'la, so what do we find? Almighty Allah Jalla Wala saying, Sabbihisma Rabbikal A'la. So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa taught us, Ij'aluha fi sujoodikum. That you must use these words in your sujood, in your prostration. Subhana Rabbi al-A'la. Subhana, everlasting glory, perfection for all Baytullah. If you are making the tafsir commentary of it in Arabic, I'm speaking to Arabic students now, for example. So we will say, Huwa munazza'un anil uyubi wa naqai that he almighty Allah transcends every weakness every defect every shortcoming he's more perfect than the word perfect and is used normally Allah sabili ta'ajjub when something extraordinary happens remember subhana rabbiya rabbi my sustainer nourisher provider Allah, Allah, the one who is most exalted, the one who is the most elevated and exalted. So, Subhana Rabbi Allah, we are going down. Remember, in prostration, but we are praising Allah, who was, who is, who will always be Allah, the most high, the most exalted, the supreme being. Remember that. So that is the message here in this part of the surah, chapter. 87 and verse 1 and the surah chapter is also entitled suratul a'la the more we make sujood the more Allah will elevate us hadith in Muslim Sharif remember he habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam said aqrabu ma yakunul abdu min rabbi wa wasajidun the nearest the person goes to the mercy of almighty Allah is whilst he or she is in sujood in sajda fa'aksiru fi hiddu'a so beg all may Allah abundantly in that posture in that position and Sheikh Abdul Halim Mahmood rahimahullah we met him in Karachi we met him in Medina Munawwara great scholar of Egypt Cairo and he had a long big white beard remember so in his book Al-Isra wal Mi'raj he said 
when you stand a Muslim and you perform Salat so that is symbolizing the Isra the journey of the Master from Makkah to Jerusalem to Masjid Al-Aqsa when you go into Ruku so that is symbolizing the Mi'raj the Ascension the Master what is Jasad Athar Jasad Mubarak and his blessed Mubarak body and in the state of awakeness now the Ascension is taking place and then the third part when we are in sujood that is muhadasa mukalama so the mutual remember talk and discussion between all Allah and Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam fa'awha ila abadihi ma awha so that is why sujood prostration lan narka' wa lan najud li ahadin illa Allah therefore in our funeral prayer janaza prayer because the mayyid the deceased is in front of the imam we don't have ruku and sujood no bowing down no prostrating Bowing down, prostrating is only, solely, exclusively for all. Mighty Allah, Jalla Allah give us tawfiq to understand the beauty of Islam. Tawfiq means divine guidance. It's up. Going to our WhatsApp line. It says, "I gifted by children gold bangles, but they have lent it to me. So who must pay the zakat on it, Mufti Sir?" You, the mother. You gave your daughters, for example, the bangles, the jewelry, and so forth. So when you say you gifted it to them, so you must give it to them physically. They take possession of it, and you must not make any conditions attached to it. So who is the owner? So your daughter, granddaughter, they are the owner, so they must pay zakat. So if you want to use it, you seek their permission, and then they give it to you, Allah sabil al-ariya, and they give it to you on loan. So for one week, one month, two months, you use it, and then you return it and have everything in writing. Because in months a dwarf, as other months a brood, somebody dies, then the fighting will start. So this daughter will say, no, I got a share. That one will say, I got a share. So have everything kala, masi, in writing. So then there is no fighting and there is no arguments and so forth. So this message says that my eldest sister is causing lots of problems in the family, carrying tales and from one family to the other causing divisions and I have not spoken to her because of this and she still continues. What can I do, Muftisa? You mustn't sever ties with her totally. You must just make salam and carry on. But in the darkness of the night before you sleep, for example, tonight after 10 o'clock when we finish, you go and perform ablution, hudu, read two rakat, salat, tahajjud, and remember, cry, beg Almighty Allah, Allah give tawfiq, that you can wake up 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. So then it's better, obviously, than you read these verses. Rabbin surni alal qawmi Al-Mufsidin, chapter 29, verse 30. Surah Ankabut, the spider, Surah chapter 29, verse 30. Oh Allah, you assist me, help me against the mischief makers, troublemakers. You must speak to Allah. People are plotting, planning against us. Surah 40, verse 44. Oh my beloved Allah, I hand over my affairs and matters to you. In Allah basirum bil ibad. Verily, all my is all observing over his servants what they do in the brightness of the day or the darkness of the night he is all seeing all knowing 
in chapter 40 verse 44 then the next verse chapter 40 verse 45 Allah will save and protect you protect you from the scheming plotting planning of your enemies Allah is giving us guarantee so read surah chapter 40 verse 44 so short وَأُفَوِّدُ أَمْرِي إِلَى اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ بَصِيرٌ بِالْعِبَادِ And then third one, you have enemies, you have people who are envious, people who have a hidden agenda. So read, حَسْبُنَ اللَّهِ وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلِ Allah is sufficient for us. Allah is the best one to take care of our matters and affairs. Chapter 3, verse 173. And with that you can add, chapter 22, verse 78, فَنِعْمَ الْمَوْلَى وَنِعْمَ النَّصِيرِ Allah is the best of protector. Allah is the best of helper. So again, all three, Surah 29, verse 30, رَبِّنْ سُرْنِي عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْمُفْسِدِينَ Chapter 40, verse 44, وَأُفَوِّذُ أَمْرِي إِلَى اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ بَصِيرٌ بِالْعِبَادِ Chapter 3, verse 173, حَسْبُنَ اللَّهُ وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلِ Chapter 22, verse 78 but we are human beings we have emotions we have feelings all that people stab you in the back after you did so much for them and so forth so keep on reading surah 21 and verse 87 la ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kundu min there is truly none worthy of worship except you ya Allah everlasting glory perfection for you inni kuntumin when we translate for me and you we are the zalims the oppressors transgressors sinners and so forth when we translate for Nabi Yunus salam, then I am the one who made an error in judgment you can't say I committed sin and so forth ambiya prophets and messengers are ma'asum protected by divine protection and give out charity Allah Jalla Wala will protect you and all Almighty Allah will humiliate them but don't sever ties completely you see her meter then at least say assalamu alaikum and carry on is the following wazifa authentic to recite yeah, nah, for the month of Rajab, Shaban and Ramadan Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla taught us in the Noble Quran chapter 7 verse 180 180 and Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah has wonderful beautiful names and attributes you the people the Ummah the international followers of Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Invoke Allah Ta'ala Call Almighty Allah By these beautiful Wonderful names Hadith Bukhari Sharif Yesterday Yes I brought him To the studio Last night So you must remember Four five year old boy Umar His name So I asked him Umar read for me So he read Inna Atayna And I asked him You know Asbaullah Husna He said he learned Seven or eight Or something like that 
So we must teach our children, MashaAllah, Man hafidaha dakhal al-jannah, hadith in Bukhari Sharif, who memorizes and by heart the 99 names of all, Allah Azza wa Jalla, you enter Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la. Now you old and cold and old and like me, for example, so you must remember then, Man hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, Man ahsaha dakhal al-jannah, you look inside and you read it, you enter Jannah. So, Ya Nafi'u, Ya Nafi'u. You want your son's name? Nafi. Excellent. Imam Malik, Rahimullah's teacher, was Nafi. Nafi was a student of who? Abdullah ibn Umar. Malik and Nafi. And Ibn Umar, radiallahu anhu, call. Call Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Amirul Mu'mineen fil hadith. Imam Bukhari, Rahimullah, used to say, this is silsila to zahab, the golden chain in the transmission of hadith. Imam Malik reported from his teacher Nafi Nafi reporting from Abdullah ibn Umar he reporting narrating from the master sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and a lady a girl I know my niece's daughter I gave her name Nafi so she become an asset to humanity inshallah so excellent so you want to read Ya Nafi Ya Nafi good but all those amounts that are mentioned 1,000 5,000 30,000 20,000 not none of that is authentic that is not Quran Sharif that is not Sunnah that is just Amal some pious people tried it and you must remember it benefited so we will say permissible that people want to read it 30,000 10,000 1,500 whatever it is we will say permissible but not Sunnah similarly your Surah Yasin story Yasin is very good Surah of the Quran Qalbul Quran the heart the nucleus of Quran, but to say you must read 41 times and 30 times and 25 times, so that definitely is not sunnah, but permissible. So we must draw a distinction and a dichotomy what is permissible and what is sunnah. That is of paramount importance. Yes, sir, what's the latest news from India? The latest news from India today, they had a big, big inauguration in Ayodhya and that city and that place, 100 kilometers now, the new airport, new railway station, and thousands and thousands of Hindus assembled there because you must remember that is the place and area in 1992 where more than plus minus 2,000 people lost their lives, Muslims and majority of them, because of the Babri Masjid and so forth. If you know India's story, Babur was the big leader, and then you had the others after him, Akbar and Shah Jahan, and then Alamgir and all of them. So you must remember that. So Alamgir was one of the best, Shah Jahan and Alamgir and so forth. So Alamgir was one of the greatest leaders at that time. So remember, but he, Babur, was the first one from that dynasty there. So the point I'm making here is this. So therefore, they call it Babri Masjid and so forth so it is not without controversy you must remember but Modi and the BJP and RSS are not interested in that their eyes are only on the elections we must win landslide so you know masses are asses you go to any country South Africa you go to Arab countries Muslim countries Muslims are people masses are asses so they play the tune of the public so what is the most the most important thing currently in India 
Zindufta, we must tell the world that this is the largest democracy in the world. But it is meant especially for Hindus. You are a Christian, you are a Sikh, you are a Muslim, you will be treated a second, third, fourth citizen. And that's exactly what they are doing. So this was a game changer for him. And he'll win the elections, Rahul Gandhi and Congress and all of them, 14 parties, alliance and that, according to what I see now and I read. So they don't stand much chance. And then Danley rigging in the elections, you know, India, Pakistan and all these countries, how it works. So that is what is the latest. We as Muslims daily read, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika al kufri. Ya Allah, I seek your protection from kufr and blasphemy. Was shirki and polytheism and idol worship. Was nifaqi and from hypocrisy. These are the three disasters and killers for a person. A person dies, his last stages and he's sane and mature on kufr or shirk. And nifaq, he only paid lip service to Islam. The heart is devoid of iman. For such people there will be everlasting doom and gloom, eternal jahannam and everlasting jahannam. For the kufar, chapter 33, surah ahzab verses 64-65. For the mushrikeen, idol worshippers, chapter 4, verse 48. And for the munafiqeen, chapter 4, verse 145. They will be dispatched to the lowest, lowest layer and lowest dungeon and prison of Jahannam. Allahumma hafadna amin. Allahumma jirna minan nar. Allah protect us all. Thank you, Saib. On the topic of interest, if a person is involved in interest and wants to get out of it, will Toba suffice for removing the anger of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Remember, this is an interesting question regarding interest. If you were paying interest to the bank or ABC or XYZ, so, Tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha, chapter 66, verse number 8. You must make such a tawbah that is nasuha, the people went to Amirul Mu'minin. Sayyidina Umar Farooq radiallahu anhu warda and asked him, what is this nasuha? He was a genius. He said, when you milk the she-camel or a cow, do you see the milk going back into the cow? He said, no. So he said that, remember that, that similarly, yeah, don't go back to those vices. So in that case, there, if you were paying, so you must make toba and never repeat it, then it will be accepted. If you are receiving interest and so forth, so one side, you must make toba also, and all the interest you receive, 100,000, 1 million and so forth, is wajibut tasadduk, all that amount must be given away back to the poor and Muslim or non-Muslim. So there will be two parts. One is the repentance, the tawbah, and one is the amount of usury, interest, riba, sood, viad you receive, that you must deliver, we must now distribute it and give it out to the poor and needy and destitute. So we need to understand these questions properly. Is it permissible to read Sadaqallahul Azim after the recitation of the Qur'an-i Kareem? 
I see one question before the break. I just want to answer it. You must remember that people are going to Makkah Mukarramah directly from Jeddah or they come from Medina Munawwara. Excellent. They're going for Umrah. Allah accept everyone's Umrah. Everyone's Yara to Diyare Mustafa to Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the city of the Master Alayhi Medina Munawwara. Then we encourage this. If you are in Makkah, then go to Ta'if. So when you come back from Ta'if, Remember, especially you, the Hanafi people who follow the Hanafi school, then it's compulsory upon you. You must go there to sail. Sail is the Miqat. I've been there. Wonderful, beautiful facilities. You can take a bath there, ablution, everything good. They sell ihrams there, everything. And from there, then you come and perform your Umrah. That's wajib compulsory. And if you open the latest Muslim woman, the February edition, you know, nice. January, but mashallah, our sisters got in advance. So the February edition, you will find a wonderful article there of mine in Taif and the history of it and what happened there and when Nabi Salam visited and which places should you visit. So go purchase. It is just 25 rand. Well, well, investment, you must remember. The Muslim woman and Taif, remember, and then the Q&A and so forth. So Allah Jalla Wala reward our sisters, our mothers and give them taraqi more and more progress in this field where we enlighten the ummah with authentic information. Can a person after reading the Quran Sharif say Sadaqallah, Sadaqallah Azim? Yes, totally permissible, but not Sunnah. You see, another example of it. Qul Sadaqallah So if you say Sadaqallah, you read, for example, Qul A'udhu bi Nas, Malik nas ilain nas min sharril waswasil khannas alladhi yuwaswisu fi sudurin nas min aljinnati wannas sadaqallahu alaliyul azim sadaqallahu alazim sadaqallah all that you read we will say permissible but not sunnah I just told you just now you must draw a distinction and a dichotomy what is sunnah and what is permissible. Sahib, how does one complete one's Tarawih Sada in Saudi as they only read 10 rakats? So you, if you are not a musafir, if you're musafir, then it's fine, there's no problem. But if you are not a musafir, then you must go to your room and read your ten rakats. You are the imam, read from alam tara downwards. You are there with your wife, with your daughter, and so forth. They read behind you. So 2019 was the last time I went for Ramadan, and both times it rained. When Sheikh Salah Budair was making Khatmul Quran, you understand, they in Medina Munawwara. So I I love to read Tarawih Salat in Medina Munawara and Makkah right upstairs the breeze and the wind lo and behold he started the dua and the rain came and it was pouring I asked some of my brothers and family members who were inside the masjid how was the rain he said well, what rain are you talking about he said subhanallah these people don't even know it rained and so forth and then in 2019 when we were in Arafat with Allah's fadl Allah's mercy Allah's grace and benevolence 
from two o'clock to four o'clock it rained and rained and rained I never saw rain like that in Arafat remember that and that was during 2019 so when we went to perform Umrah so I told my wife see we are Musafir here we were just spending one two days or three days so according to all schools we are Musafir so I said they'd leave the Tarawi out now me and you will make it the room so while the people are performing their Tarawi we will make our Tawaf and perform our Umrah so all that is flexible issues if you are a Musafir but if you're not a Musafir then you have to read 20 Rakats and 20 Rakats is what all four schools teach the Salafis are crooked people remember that they draw and mudril they Muslim but three four issues not three four many issues but three four famous issues they go totally zigzag one is Tarawi Tarawi is 20 Rakats Shafi is Maliki Zanafis Ambalis everybody and remember Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said La this Ummah will never make a firm decision on something that is astray. They won't reach consensus. This is consensus. Three talaks is three. They will tell you it's one. So crazy, crazy thing. They'll tell you you can't read Quran Sharif for the deceased and so forth. So all that we reject it totally. Kaid and Mankan, whoever passes the fatwa. So therefore, you must read the ten. I used to go to the South American countries. After eight rakats, everybody. 90% walk away I also walk away so then the South Africans look at me they say what's wrong I said I'm Musafir so then they keep quiet they tell them no I make my own khatam as well so I'm going to the hotel and I'll read my 12 rakats and my witter so I complete my Quran Sharif so Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen there are many many ways even now for Tarawi mine is one man one vote I'm in front my wife at the back and our Tarawi takes two two and a half hours because I come down, listen to the radio, everything right, go back, we have our bilateral discussions right, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Sahib. This evening's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies on Markaz Sahab, online voice of the Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. It's the Azan that's coming up and inshallah we will continue after that.